Welcome to episode three of the Whatever's in Season Sports podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Alex. We're a mom and son, and we're huge sports fans. Each week, we'll be talking about our favorite sport, which of course is Whatever's in Season. On deck today, baseball's history books have been rewritten while the postseason looms. One undefeated team still stands in the NFL, the old number one is the new number one, and Alex has discovered Australian rules football. Let's get started with season one, the NFL. So we are starting off with a quarterback that has been sort of an... um, Unsung hero, yes, yeah. an unsung hero. So uh, Cooper Rush, we're talking about for the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Of course, Dak Prescott um, got hurt. He hurt his uh, thumb on yeah, his throwing thumb, hand. Yeah. And Cooper Rush, who was not even with the team, or where he was. Oh, he yeah, started. He, he started a game, one game last season. Yeah, is that right? With uh, what's his name, Danucci. Danucci. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that ben is. Oh. Um, and then he left the team later. And so, and Dak started game one against the Bucks, yeah. and got hurt. And Cooper Rush has gone three and zero ever since. It's crazy. It is crazy. So now, um, we don't know when Dak's coming back. No. Yeah. So I found some news about Dak recently, and apparently he can't grip the football with his thumb now. According to Jerry Jones, so that could be that's a problem for a quarterback. You need to be able to grip the football. Yeah, you can't just kick it around. (laughs) Some soccer. Leading into the AFL later. Oh well, yeah. There's our yeah. (laughs) That's foreshadowing. Yeah, what that is. So yeah, so Cooper Rush has been the big surprise in the NFL, and everybody's talking about him. And I, you know, this this is still Dak Prescott's job. But, uh, you know, is Cooper Rush auditioning for a starting job somewhere else, maybe? Or he can be like a Tom Brady type of thing. Um, Dak Prescott's going to have some issues, and then Cooper Rush will start taking over the team, mm. and then it'll be a whole domino effect. But okay. we'll see. I don't see that happening. Speaking of Tom Brady. Yeah, so I think Bucks. I'm going to do this one because Mommy might, like, burst out crying. <laughs> but, yeah, the Bucks had a tough Sunday night. Even though the score line was kind of close near the end, like the first play of the game was a fumble off the kickoff for that the Bucks. That was bad. That yeah. was bad. So here's here's and, my. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. No, go no ahead. you go. No, you finish. All right. So that just happened. Um, <laughs> so and right after, like probably 45 seconds into the game, my tight end on my fantasy team, Travis Kelsey, scores a touchdown. So yeah, you're not helping. So <laughs> so all right. So here's. Here's my take. By the way, I have Tom Brady on my fantasy team. Obviously. So, um, I, I'm not too worried about this. Oddly enough, the Bucks haven't looked great the first few weeks, but um, they've had a really rough stretch. These first four games are pretty um, tough. I knew we're going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, Dallas, New Orleans, Green Bay, Kansas City. You knew there was, these were gonna, this was going to be a tough stretch. They came out of it two and two. They haven't played their best. Um, and, but the Chiefs have, though. That's the, the thing. The Chiefs have played. But the thing is, their schedule gets better now. Yeah. You look at the games they've got. The Falcons still. They've got, um, they've got a bunch of teams coming up on the schedule that are certainly beatable. So, 
And remember the year of the Super Bowl, they were seven and five going into their bye, and then they won out. So, I uh, believe it or not, as much as like I'm a sky is falling kind of girl, right? Yep, definitely. Um, but I, the sky's not falling on me right now. I, I think we're gonna be okay. All right. Well, that's good. Cause thank you. Yeah, that's good. Best I can do. <laughs> now we're gonna talk about something called scorigami. Yep, it's actually, it's kind of funny, like, there was a Sports Center special about it a couple of years ago, and it, and it was, like, showing how it works and who made it and all that stuff, and then I was, like, instantly interested about it, and I've kind of been keeping track on it now. So what is since. Scorigami? So it's whenever you, so it keeps track of all the scores ever in the NFL, and then <clears throat> what it does, or... What happens is when a new score comes in, it's a scoregami, like a score that has never been scored before. Score that's never happened before. So whenever whenever there's an occasion in an NFL game where it's a unique score in a certain game that's never happened before, these scoregami people take note of it. Person. Oh, it's one person. Yep. Oh, I thought it was like I thought it there was might like, be other people working on the website, but it's buddies. kind of one having oh, a right. whole dream. So, and yeah. the Seahawks came out with a win, 48-45, and that is the Scorigami. The first one of the season. Ever, right? 48-45 Yeah, but the ever. first sco- oh, Scorigami of the season. Yeah. yeah. So who would have thought 48-45 would be a score that's never happened before? Yeah, that but... seems kind of, even though it's high scoring, yeah. it kind of seems like something that happened. Yeah. All right, then. Let us move on to Season 2, Major League Baseball. All right, so we've been talking in our previous episodes about um, the history that was in the making um, with Albert Pujols and Aaron Judge. And since we last spoke with you, both of those things have happened. Albert yep. Pujols hit number 700. He's actually since hit 703. 703, yep. Which has, in that 703 homer, actually broke the record for... Second best for RBIs, which was Babe Ruth. Wow. Hank Aaron is, like, a long ways away, so he won't catch up to him if he retires this year. Wow. So we have a we have a friendly wager in our home about what um, where Pujols would finish. Yeah, so... It was at 7.02 at the time, and I think I said, no, he'll stop there. He'll yeah, stop at and then I said 7.03, and then... The dad of our family said 704. Oh, your dad. Yeah, yeah. my dad. But, you know, kind of. <laughs> yeah, your dad Odd said way to say it, but yeah. yeah my your dad. dad said 704. So I'm already out. You're, he'd have to not hit any more for you to. Yeah. So, and your dad has one more to go. Mm-hmm. And the game, the, the season ends like this week or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, this week. Um, yeah. So Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. From where we're recording. When we oh. publish, it will be the day. Oh. Really? Yep. Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday? Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Yep. Sorry. My bad. So, also, speaking of history, Aaron Judge um, hit 61. His 61st home run of the season. Um, He is still sitting, as we speak, he's still sitting on 61. Um, We're still waiting to see if if he'll get to 62. And so, 62 would would pass Roger Maris. Right now he's tied with Roger Maris for the most home runs in a season in the American League. In the American League, yeah. Yeah. Um, So 62 would 
put him over the top. Yep. And that would kind of be at the top of all the people who didn't take steroids as far as we know, as which is kind of a which is kind of a big deal. Yeah. If you're like me, kind of the type of person that doesn't really count that stuff because there was some other things going towards their success. Yeah. And the and about a year in judge, this game, the Yankees and the Rangers were playing like right before we recorded and nothing happened from him he got a hit but no homers oh so today's game as as you said on tuesday here yep he he didn't hit a home so run, he only so has one more day to hit 62 he's still on 62 wow okay well we'll see we'll see what happens and then the postseason is right around the corner yep starting on friday Starting on Friday. And our Rays are in. Yep. Um, the Blue Jays, the Rays, and the Mariners are still sort of jockeying for position for the wild card, I think, right? Like, they're not, yep. they're they're, not set yet. Well, actually, it seems as though the Mariners with... Oh. A, yeah, the Mariners have clinched first. First? It looks like, yeah. Wait, no, you've got the Blue Jays on top there. Yeah. Oh, I said Mariners? Yeah. My bad, Blue Jays. Okay. Blue Jays have clinched first. Yeah. It, but the Mariners and the Rays are still fighting for that second spot, okay. which could be pretty big in okay. the grand scheme of things. So, yeah, so we've got, so yeah, the American League wild card, the Blue Jays, the Mariners, and the Rays are all in. The Mariners and the Rays are going for the second spot, second second and third seating in that. And there's some history there, sort of history. It's Yeah, the Mariners clinching the playoffs for the first time in, or since 2001. So that's, yeah, that's 20, 21 years? Yeah, Dang. 21. <laughs> that's crazy. That's, well, you know, congratulations, Mariners, and I hope the Rays beat you. <laughs> if it comes down to if that. If it comes to that, I, yeah, whoever, whoever we're playing. I hope the Rays beat whoever. And also just another note in terms of clinching, all teams have clinched the playoffs now. All 12 that could clinch have clinched. I see. All right, nobody else is uh, hanging out there. It's not going to come down to the last day. What about what's going on in the in the NL East? I, wasn't the NL East kind of still up in the air? Well, it was, but now it's not. Oh, all right then. <laughs> yeah, the the Mets and the Braves were at it. Um, they both have clinched their playoff spot, but okay. Now that I look again, it looks like the Mets still have a chance to at least tie okay. for the division. All right. But all the playoff spots have been clinched. Oh, okay, right. But so there. Are, so one we of can them still be... shuffle around, but okay. yeah. all the playoff spots have. All been. right. So that's still exciting, and Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers are best record in the NL, and the Astros are the best record in the AL. Is that right? Yep. So that's... And overall, the Dodgers are or have the best record and will stay having the best record. So they hundred and ten have... wins. So they'd have the well, they'd have the home field throughout the playoffs yep. if they make it to the World Series. All right, that's baseball. Now let's go to season three, college football. <laughs> So we have a new number one in the AP Top 25, and that is actually the old number one in the AP Top 25 because Georgia barely survived uh, against Missouri. Against Missouri, but in the SEC, you never know. You got to play all the teams, you know, the best because you never know. Um, so because they just barely survived Missouri, Alabama. Took over the number one spot again. And Georgia moves down only one after that in AP to two. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's still it's still Alabama and Georgia at the top of things. So and then many different um teams in the top 25 have lost, 6 to be exact. Yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Florida State, Baylor, Texas A&M, that was a big one, and Pitt. Um Kentucky actually that one kind of surprised me too. They lost to Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Um, Although Ole Miss is kind of, or seems like a rising team now. I guess. I guess Lane Kiffin is doing his thing. Um, but still, you know, Kentucky having beaten Florida, you know, I, I, it's, they seem like they were, they were on the up. So it's, it's funny for them to be losing to Ole Miss. I don't know. I don't know. The SEC East is crazy. <laughs> Honestly, the SEC East is Georgia and the also rans. And I say this as a Gator fan, <laughs> as a sad Gator fan. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the SEC is is what it is. And uh, and it looks like the Big Twelve has been having lots of moves too, including Oklahoma, who eighteenth ranked in the country. Played against TCU, right? Yeah, TCU, and they lost fifty-five to twenty-four. Yeah, that was a that was a shocker. So they were, they were, and still are undefeated, but not ranked. TCU. Yep. Oh. So they TCU was good a few years ago, so I guess they still are hanging in there. But Oklahoma at the time was ranked eighteen going into this. No wait. Oh wait. Right. Yeah, they were. I think going so, yeah, into yeah. the week, they were 18th, I think. But they had been like in the top five or something at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they, they were. Weren't they way up there? Yeah. So I don't know what's going on in Oklahoma, but. Yeah, yeah. TCU has a better record than Oklahoma. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, well. Go Horn Frogs! <laughs> oh, and actually, a cool fact about Horn Frogs that I learned from a broadcast recently that apparently those Horn Frogs actually shoot poison out of their eyes. Like right. like those laser things from like so that's what happened to Oklahoma. They got poison shot from the eyes. I guess you could say that. <laughs> Florida State is the next team losing to Wake Forest. In terms of rankings, though, it was pretty close. Twenty two versus twenty three. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't a big upset. But Florida State had been playing better. Yeah. So you kind of thought maybe they, you know, they'd have a shot at that. But no. Nope. Yeah. And then Baylor, also not too much of a surprise that they lost, even though they were kind of high-ranked, playing against Oklahoma State in a score of 36-25 for Oklahoma State. Yeah, I didn't really follow that one. (laughs) I didn't really pay attention to that one. (laughs) Yeah, but 16 seed losing Mm -hmm. is technically a bigger deal than Oklahoma losing. Yeah, and then A&M... Losing to Mississippi State, forty two twenty four. That's a Texas has been just A and M going right? down. We're talking about A and M. Yeah, A and M. That's what I meant. That's a. They have a really good recruiting class, and they were supposed to be really good. So we'll see what happens with A and M going forward. All right, and then lastly, Pitt. They were they are the lowest ranked team that we've talked about, but still they've kind these past couple of years they've been doing not that bad, mm-hmm. but they lose to Georgia Tech, who has. Three losses so far this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> well. And then... Kenny Pickett. <laughs> and then more about the AP poll. 
The biggest mover up, as it looks, is TCU. They moved up from being, like, in other, in the other receiving votes category to being 17th. Good for them. Yeah. After that win. And UCLA beating a powerhouse, the powerhouse of Washington, moving up from the, the what would you call that, kind of the depths yeah. of the AP poll so. to 18th. Yep. And then Kentucky, after their big loss to Ole Miss, moving down Ooh, to 13th. That's, uh, they tumbled six spots. That's a big drop. And Ole Miss went up five, getting to ninth seeded. Washington, after that loss to just staying UCLA, moving down to 21st. Syracuse making its first appearance also in the AP Top 25, going up to 22nd ranked. And it seems like... Like, I've kind of been looking at, like, um, chances to win the conference. And Syracuse is just going up and up and up. Yeah. They just keep winning. And then LSU also coming down from the depths at 25th. Oh, but they're up, it says. Yeah, yeah, I said coming coming up from the depths. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. LSU in the top And Kansas, after, like, being, like, one in something last year. Made it up to 19th. Wow, and they're 5-0. and Yep. Look at that. All right. So that was some other, like I was saying, that the Big 12 had lots of craziness. One, of, one part of it is Kansas. Yeah, how about that? All right, now let's go into our bonus topic, and that is the wonder that is Australian rules football. Now, for those of you who are a little bit on the more mature side, you may like have been like my brothers were and stayed up late at night watching Australian rules football on TV, like on PBS. I doubt. I doubt that. Well, (laughs) (laughs) there were a lot of people that discovered the craziness of Australian rules football on PBS back in my day. And now you have discovered it. Yep. I I don't even know how. I just like stumbled across it. When I was, you know, looking at some of the news headlines, and apparently one of them was an AFL-related thing, which would kind of make sense because they just had their, as they call it, grand final this past week. Yeah. Which, I mean, since I saw how kind of cool this sport was, I was like, darn it, I missed it by a week. Now we have to wait a whole nother half a year for it. All right, so what is it that, that, because every time I turn around, he's talking about Australian rules football right now. So what is it that you, that has interested you in Australian rules football? What is it you like about it? Really, the thing that I think is the most fun is just how they're just kicking it around and they're like, and there's this weird like passing mechanic, like where you hold it and then you just punch it out from. (laughs) your hand and then that's a form of passing and then you kick it into these posts and it and there's tons of fans like the the grand final had has like a hundred thousand plus fans going to the games yeah my guess is there's probably copious amounts of beer being consumed too but you wouldn't really know about that yeah (laughs) so yeah so it's like it's like at some point every sports fan has to discover Australian rules football and here you found it. Yep. <laughs> Somehow. But now I'm really glad that I discovered it. It seems so much it seems yeah. like so much fun. So this is what happens. He finds a new sport and then he has to learn all about it. Yep. So but that's awesome. All right, so with preseason hockey underway, uh you also have discovered 
a new mascot. Yep, the Seattle Kraken. And one of the things that I've kind of had pride for is, like, there was a... Like, the All-Star game came to us in 2018, and they had, like, a whole mascot showdown thing. So... We had a great time. Yep. And we were there. So... And then, like, I was able to, like, get a picture with every mascot and stuff like that. Yep. Um, During, like, the... What... Oh, my gosh. Dodgeball. There we go. During the dodgeball competition, like, um... My dad actually kind of got into it a little bit because the Coyotes player like was hiding one of the dodgeballs and then he just gave it to him and then stored it kind of until he was ready to strike with it yeah we were sitting on the side like sort of near the front and uh it was a very small venue venue yeah and so we were in a position where we actually sort of became part of the thing so it was a lot yeah that was so i've kind of had like this pride that i like know every mascot and now the Kraken have unveiled a new one, Bowie the Troll, and now that kind of pride has washed away. <laughs> yeah, so this is a new guy that you haven't met yet. You Maybe you won't meet. <laughs> I hope so. He's, I hope I'll be able and to. And he's kind of funny he's, looking. Yeah, he's he looks crazy. <laughs> he's a he, troll. He has like a tentacle in his head, a chipped tooth, and just <laughs> well, you know, craziness. What do you expect from a troll? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I have heard so many, like, funny stuff. I've heard so much funny stuff, like, on the internet about what people are saying about him. And like, he has a whole backstory. Yeah. And it's it's kind of funny, too, because everybody, or most people, like, think he's hideous. And the Kraken have found, like, every way to explain it to kind of make it sound better than it actually is. <laughs> well. Yeah, quite the interesting backstory. So apparently he's a... He's the cousin to this thing called Fremont Troll, which is under a bridge, and it's kind of a big thing of lore in Seattle. Right. So, weirder mascot. What's his name? Bowie. Bowie or Gritty? Bowie, definitely. (laughs) I think the only weird thing about Gritty, like, at least in my opinion, is the eyes. How they're, like, googly eyes. Well, he didn't have, like, a face. He just has eyes and a mouth. He's kind of... As we close, we just wanted to mention that, I mean, you might have noticed that we missed a couple of weeks of recording. Um, part of that was we had an illness in the family. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was me. Um, I was sick. Um, so we missed that week. And then right after that was uh, Hurricane Ian. Ian was coming our direction again. We've mentioned we live in the Tampa Bay area. So the forecasts were all showing that it was going to come here. And then it missed just down south, but still, like, we had to go into a hotel just for precautions. Right. And, yeah, we definitely couldn't record that week. It was just so crazy. Right. So, um, so if you've seen the scenes out of Fort Myers, um, you know, keep our, our beautiful state in your prayers because a lot of people are, um, not doing so great thank you for uh listening and for sticking with us and we plan to get back to our weekly schedule starting now yep and that's it for us thank you so much for joining us we love talking sports and we hope you had fun too stay tuned for future episodes on spotify apple podcasts and wherever you find your favorite podcasts We hope to have lots more content coming your way soon. Thanks for chatting sports with us.